I would say one potentially big problem is the one person from the responses that we asked also said like they're worried that they won't be ready for AP test. Wednesdays are like they're really like difficult days because like literally every morning on Wednesdays teachers expect us to complete so much and I thought that was my break day. I thought I didn't have to like you know pack in a bunch of stuff. So yeah that's been my biggest problem the internet uh, connection. I think that's just a big 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 disadvantage and how it could literally kill your grade and it's not even your fault. So as we all know, we have a quarantine now with all the social distancing COVID-19 and thus we have a turn to online learning. Today's like probably the end of the third week of school so far. So we're here to just talk about our thoughts, um, what we think about online learning. And also we went on our Instagram and asked our friends to post what they what their thoughts are about online learning. So what are you guys, what are your guys' thoughts about online learning? Okay, can I go first? Yeah. I guess my thoughts on online learning was that I think it was in the late March, having quarantine and just having the pandemic was like so shocking to me. And right after that specific day where we had to leave school, we, um, the next day, we had to stay home and just be in quarantine. It was really shocking for me. So we just transitioned to staying at home and doing online learning. And at the first couple of weeks, it was like, I guess really different in a sense. And for this year, I would say since we're having online school learning, for me, I think it's a really good chance for myself to discover who I guess I am as a person and what hobbies or things I like to enjoy and not just having to worry about driving to school, having to um, just see like driving to school, being there for maybe like eight hours. But and when I'm at home, I can just be able to wake up um, I guess whenever, I want, well not whenever I want, but just at the specific time. And since school, since school sometimes ends early or late for others, it's a bit of a different schedule. So I guess it just varies a lot. But for me, I think that through quarantine, I really developed on some of my interests and hobbies. I actually have been work, working out lately because of quarantine. Um, but I think that the one main thing I have a problem with it is definitely not being able to socialize face-to-face -face with my teachers, my classmates, and especially my friends, which is something I really miss about going to school. So, yeah. Right, yeah. I think for me, I really like how we don't have to wake up at like 6.45 or just early, just trying to go to school. And like the stress of like making, going to school on time and not being like tardy to your classes, like that's just gone. I could just wake up at, for example, like just seven and then just get ready or even later, honestly. And then even like worst case scenario, I wake up at, I don't know, 7.40. I could still like just change clothes, uh, prep really quickly and then just turn on my camera and computer enjoying class so that like the stress of making it to school on time is like not there anymore which is really nice 
and like there's more time to sleep. Okay, well, do you want to go? Go ahead. Okay, uh, for me it's the same for you guys. I School starts at 7.55. I wake up at like 7.54 and I just like run to my computer and I just like get on. And then, but there is like, there's the onus of having to look at your computer for four hours, which can like lead to fatigue and eye strain. Mm -hmm. And definitely I, that's probably one of the cons of online learning, but definitely it's a lot more free because you don't have to like, you know, get like ready. You don't like run back and forth and everything. So it's a lot better. But you do miss that like physical interaction with other people and it kind of just feels really bad to be cooped up in your room doing homework and looking at a computer for hours a day so yeah right yeah i agree but for some reason through online school like i've actually woken up early like i'm waking up early what like, okay what? i don't know why i'm up at like 6 or like 5 30 for no reason Wait, and, like, you just, like, naturally wake up that early I don't even know my, I, I, I think I'm scared that my alarm is going to ring, so I'm waking up earlier than my alarm. Oh my god. I don't know wake up that early. I don't know, I just, I literally, I literally wake up 10 minutes before school starts. You wake up 10, I wake up one minute before school starts. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know why though. I start like, and then I go to bed at like, I would say around like 10, 11, and then I wake up and then I just sit there on my phone or I get up and like sit at my table and I just sit there waiting for class to start. I don't do anything else. So it's kind of a waste of time. But then again, the fact that you're waking up early just sets you up in the right mood because you're like, oh my gosh, I actually like pushed myself to get up rather than going to sleep. So. Well, I actually have a question for you guys I just thought of. Like because we get to wake up a bit later now with online learning, do you guys now have the time to eat breakfast? And do you guys actually now eat breakfast? Or like, do you guys not eat breakfast or never ate breakfast, even when, even with like in school or what? And the deal with that is like, for me, like I actually eat more breakfast now because like when I wake up, I don't like eating breakfast immediately after, like I wait like a few hours. It's like, you know, when I do that, when I, at physical school, you know, like I have to like you know, get a snack and then during snack time I'll actually eat like a bag of chips or something, which obviously isn't, you know, good, right? But now, you know, yeah. quarantine, I can actually, you know, eat something good for once. Very similar situation. Um, usually like, because I'm rushing in the morning when school actually starts, like started or ended, um, I used to eat my food in the car and obviously I don't live far away from the school. So like I would never finish my breakfast. So I would just drive and then just leave the breakfast in the car. So like it never allowed me to finish. But now I'm just sitting at my table waiting for class to start, just eating my breakfast, watching TV. And like, it's a lot more relaxed because I don't have to like get my backpack ready because if I need something, I can literally run around the house looking for it. So. How about you guys? John, cool. um, Cal, how do you guys, you guys eat breakfast? For me, I've actually been eating less breakfast than when there was school. Because back at school, like my stomach would hurt if I didn't eat. So to calm that down, I would always make sure that I ate something before going out the door. But now that it's just like I'm at home, I can eat whatever time. I'm actually, like breakfast is on a lower priority than just getting to class in time. So I haven't been eating breakfast that much. What about you, Cal? Can you hear me properly though, first off? Yep. Uh, for me personally, uh, I've never eaten breakfast. Uh, I never eat breakfast. I wake up at six, sometimes I wake up at seven. It depends on when I sleep. 
Uh, I really wake up when I feel like waking up, and I just do my work. I just study. Uh, again, I'm, I don't. I'm not used to eating breakfast. The way my family does, so that's not. It hasn't really changed for me too much. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, of course, uh, well, of course, what's yeah. Where's your pound banana? Are you gonna survive? <laughs> I do gotta say, I agree with Cal on the part that nothing has changed for me. But I always ate breakfast, like when school was still in session. And then with online learning, I still eat breakfast. And it's just like a habit of mine just to eat breakfast. Like even if I have to wake up super early, I always make the time to like make sure I eat breakfast because I get hungry really fast. And if I, if I don't get uh, food and I'm like <laughs> hunger deprived or no food deprived, I get like grumpy and then my head starts hurting and I can't concentrate. Mm. That's interesting. I feel like, well, for me personally, I don't really, I'm like, I'm with Cal, I don't really eat breakfast. Usually when I wake up, I just drink a cup of water because after sleeping for so long, your body gets dehydrated and you want to flush out the toxins in your body with water and all. So for me, I don't really eat breakfast, I just drink water. So, yeah. I guess, I guess for me, I always try to drink water in the morning. Um, especially just to be hydrated and then I think it really changed for me when quarantine started so I'm able just to make eggs or like toast but like during school I would have to just like grab a quick snack like an apple or just something like that. Also on the topic of food like our classroom rules or quote-unquote classroom rules are they more lenient in that like you guys could eat in class or is it like stricter for you guys oh yeah most of my classes we can eat but like honestly what can a teacher do if like you're eating in class right i mean if it's really affecting you to like you know obviously you know they have to do something about it like at the end of the day you know you i mean they can't do anything about it as long as you're actively you know contributing to one of the class yeah, I have to agree with Kubo, but also like, they say to turn on your cameras, but are they really even looking at everyone? I feel like they're busy writing down notes or like, and even if they look at their screen, they can't look at every single person in the classroom. Like if I was, if I was, I'm not a teacher, but if I were a teacher and had a bunch of actual students in front of me, you could easily notice all of them in a certain way. But if you're mm -hmm. all, I just see little boxes and like figures of people. I can't like clearly see what you're doing. So like, even if I were to eat, you probably wouldn't even notice. Actually, actually, uh, you can actually do see everyone. Like, and there's gallery view and Zoom. Obviously, we can you know see every single person in the in Zooming as long as you're in full screen. And most teachers actually have like two. They have two. They have two monitor thing. Where like you know on one monitor they have their the school stuff. The other monitor they have you know all, are, like all the, the cams of the students. So that's what the most people do. A lot of my teachers don't even know that there's like you can download the gallery mode for Google Meet. So they just like keep saying somebody speak up louder so we can pop up on my screen. So like, I just get lost in all the names. So I just eat during class, even though we're not supposed to. I feel like since teachers know that students eat and they can't really do anything about it, they have like this rule. So for example, for me, in English and drama, the teachers are lenient in the fact that you can eat, but it can't be anything huge. And you have to keep your mouth shut so people can't see like the stuff in your mouth and all that. And also like, if it's like something small, like grapes or like something like a snack and all that, then they'll allow it definitely. but in terms of, but since they know like they can't control it, they will allow it, but 
there's like a few like restrictions for it. So yeah. Yeah, I gotta say like my teachers, they're very lenient with um, my classroom rules and eating in class. Like for example, my AP Lane teacher, he even like told us that he even like made time in the class just for our students to negotiate classroom rules with him. And like one of them was negotiating uh, food. And basically we just all voted that um, students should be allowed to eat in class. So yeah, I think that also like just making sure like it's on the student to make sure like they are like participating in class or like not being distracting. Like that whole topic opens up to a broader topic in that online learning really plays a heavy role on like um, making sure it's the students like it's all on the students basically basically what I'm trying to say like online learning um, plays makes the students play such a huge role in like making sure they're disciplined and like doing all the things making sure they're doing all of their things and not being distracting being on top of their work yeah Okay, yeah, like, like, the side of the coin, how would you guys feel if a teacher was eating during the class? I know Mr. Mustard, I'm oh, sorry, not to call teachers out and all that, but I know, I'm sorry, I know a few teachers who eat during class, but, but they, they don't really allow it for other students and all that because they say like, oh, it's not your classroom, I'm the one who's teaching and all that, so, um, and I think it's fair, but it's not, it may not necessarily like be for some other people. So yeah, yes. I think John brings up a good point in that personally, if I were to see my teachers eating in class, I would feel like, oh my gosh, it's so unprofessional. And then it just, I don't know, just has this like not so good feeling. So I think he brings up a good point in that, you know, it kind of does distract or change the atmosphere of a classroom setting if you see someone else eating. Yeah, but Adding on to your point, how is it fair that you're allowed to eat, but the teacher isn't allowed to eat in her own classroom? That wouldn't be fair for the teacher. I feel like this is for teachers who say you're not allowed to eat, but eat themselves, I guess. But if there was like a teacher who say you can eat and then they eat too, then I guess it's, a, it's totally okay. I mean, like if the students are like doing like a work or watching a video and then the teachers are eating, I think it'll be okay because the students' focus is on something else and not the teachers. Okay, to talk about a new topic about online learning, how is workload for you guys? Because from the responses that we got from Instagram, it was actually quite diverse. Like some people say like, oh, it's super chill less workload, but on the other hand, people were saying, oh my gosh, like, a push is killing me, the workload is so much. So what about you guys? Definitely a push, that's crazy. Yeah. Like it's for me, um, we have, for t um, this, I think this week's for the next three weeks, we have to read, I think, five chapters in our textbook, and I think it's around like 30, to 35 pages that's what I'm assuming but it's a lot there's like a lot of text on it and we have to write questions um, do vocabulary and then there's a bunch of charts we have to do and that's really crazy yeah I agree with Caitlin but I feel like it also has to make it for the fact that most teachers can't teachers in classes so like you kind of have to like shove everything on the student it's really annoying too because they think well we have less lecture time so you have more time to do homework. Right. Well, it's like 
it's not my fault that you don't have lecture time. You could, like, if this was a regular school day, it would be so much easier. Like, we could just do a regular school day at home. Why do I have to make it into a block schedule? Hmm. The purpose of having, like, virtually, like, online learning is so that we can implement the same things that we're at school. But if you're cutting out half, like, the amount of lecture time, what's the, like, point of even going online? Because for, like, AP Lang, we're mostly doing our homework in class um, for specifically my teacher. And um, a push is just going over lightly of everything we're doing. We're mostly learning based on our homework and like notes that we receive online. Some teachers are actually teaching, but you have to like squeeze so much in so little time. So like it's mostly relying on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, would well, say, way, oh, yeah. I feel that's an advantage actually, because now you're relying on yourself instead of relying on your teacher. That's actually a really good thing because you learn this new skill that, at least for me, I had to develop this myself because especially last year I had some terrible teachers, uh, cough, cough, Mrs. Sanchez, who doesn't teach in class. And I had to sit down and I had to teach myself how to do that. And that kind of brought me to this point where, like, this is how my physics teacher literally assigns homework. He takes a textbook, he opens it up, he goes to the chapter page, he goes, you see these two lessons right here? These are due by tomorrow. That's how I'm assigned homework. I'm supposed to sit down and do my own notes, watch my own videos, ask him questions at support block, and get back to him. And I feel that's been easier for me because I'm being more independent. I'm relying on myself, and I can't rely because the tests many times, including the first tests for uh, for for calculus AB this year, the readiness test, it had something about discontinuity, and we haven't even learned discontinuity yet. Uh, and they expect you to do that. And like, the thing is, like, sometimes the teachers mess up and like they put some stuff ahead of time. And it's on you to kind of do it yourself. And in a way, I feel that's an advantage instead of a disadvantage. Relying on yourself and, you know, you have your own self to count on, kind of. Yeah, I think online learning really, um, really emphasizes students' responsibility. Like, yeah. back in school, even though we're in high school, teachers sometimes would remind us or like there's more like reliance on teachers to help us like, oh, make sure we stay on top of our work. But really with online learning, I could really feel a sense of like the importance of student responsibility. Like it's all on the students, completely on the student because there's no way teachers can control what students do. Like how Kuval mentioned that uh, at the end of the day, teachers can't make sure if you follow the rules, if you don't eat in class, et cetera, like that. Like it really places the responsibility on students that they have to make sure they understand the material. Um, they need to make sure they get their homework done. They need to make sure like they participate, get good grades and all that. Also like adding on to that, it feels like teachers aren't obligated to spoon feed us the information. It's up to us to learn on our own, right? Like there's video notes, there's homework. These are, these are helping us prepare in college because in lecture, like in colleges, the professor won't tell you the exact answer. He'll just give you notes and you have to study on your own. Also, in terms of like teacher-wise, these teachers have their own family. They're, they're like part-time teacher, part-time parents. So you can't really expect them to like, you know, assign work. They, 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 sorry, they can only like assign work to you and like rate it and then like take care of their own family at the same time. So it's a lot of responsibility for us, but it's also a lot of responsibility on them too. So just throwing it out there. Yeah, one of my teachers, um, he always told us something called authentic learning, saying that, um, if you want to be able to learn, you have to be true to yourself. You can't 
you have to have like that passion for wanting to learn all these type of things and not to like cheat or to um i guess try to any way not to learn that i guess that type of lesson or do like a quiz or test and just cheat like you have to actually want to learn to be able to understand it and just to do well overall the math teacher isn't it mm -hmm. I I somewhat agree because like like um, Brian mentioned like these teachers also have families but we're getting put so much more work than we didn't have like at school like before like um, one of our a push teachers he mentioned that we're gonna get a lot of homework based on because we can't do it um, like as a lecture anymore he could used to go like all through all these slides in class and we just take notes on that but now we have to do it on our own time so like teachers also have their own lives, but so do we. Like I feel like I've just been glued to my computer all day because I as soon as school at like as soon as like school ends, before like all of us would go home or like all of us would walk, walk to the library or all of us would have sports. But like we don't really have any of that now. So like my mind automatically goes to doing homework, and I'm still at my computer. And people like we have screen time breaks. Do any of us actually leave our computers? Because you have to go to the next class within like seven minutes. And then like during that time, you're probably like working on something. So you want to finish it before like you go to your next class. They have screen time breaks, but I don't ever use my screen time break. I'm either like my version of having fun now is either going online, and, like watching YouTube videos or like listening to podcasts or like doing stuff that is kind of on my screen. Because what else can you do besides yeah. on your, your, like you can't go right outside and be back in like seven minutes. So like it's kind of like half and half in the way that yeah it's hard but also like what's the purpose of us you're implementing screen time break like that thing gets me so annoyed i'm like i, I can't do anything during that time i turn off my laptop now i want to go on my phone i can't just go walking around my house it's kind of pointless in my opinion i think it also goes back to like the student's responsibility that students make the choices of how they want to use their screen time breaks like for me yeah, I do admit I go on my phone most of the times during screen time breaks. But there are times where like if my eyes are like too sore or they're too tired, I just like close my eyes for a few minutes. And I guess that's a bit helpful in a way. It's like better than just sitting through like three full hours at a time of just screen time. Yeah, but then think about it. Not every person is going to be responsible for this self because then we don't even have to go to school. I could just yeah. go on Academy. Or like I could just learn through some like um I could be homeschooled. The purpose of actually going to school is having some structure, and they tried to implement that from last time we had online school. If you remember, like the end of last year, it was terrible. They just assigned work whenever they wanted. So like now by having this sort of like implementation, we're supposed to get better. But I feel like all I'm doing now is while this teacher is going on and on about something, I already learned through the notes that he gave us. I'm sitting here either on my phone or doing another assignment. Oh, I'm so, because I'm not in like the mindset of at school. I'm in the mindset of, oh, I'm around, like I'm at home. I can do anything I want. I can just sit here because even though it may look like I'm looking at my screen, a teacher's not going to look at every single student individually. They're going to look at like the general faces. So like I've been looking down so many times and it's so easy when like people can tell if you're on your phone because you're just looking down. Obviously your phone's not on like in front of you. So teachers don't even notice that because I can see like multiple times like people in our class just looking down on their phones because either they know the material because the teacher's already assigned like notes and stuff, or they're like, I don't like, I'm like, distractions, there's so many distractions around you. So like teachers, 
the purpose of this was to make us accountable and making sure that we're actually like going back into like the school routine, but I feel like it's not as effective. I mean, like, there's like, there's a lot of things you can't control. Like, it's like one of my friends, something like, it's not the school's fault that, you know, uh, that the students aren't paying attention. It's like, it's like, it's, it's the students' responsibility to be paying attention. And if they don't, it's their loss, right? It's going to affect them in the future. And so at the end of the day, you know, it's their loss. Would you guys say you guys want more like screen time breaks or do you guys think it's just completely useless? Because like for the responses that we got, a lot of people said like, oh, staring at a screen for six hours hurts my eyes. Or like there was another one that says like, no bueno, sitting at a computer for so many hours. I mean, yeah, they say a seven minute screen break between you know, some periods, but how many people are actually doing a seven minute screen break? Like most of them are looking at their phones, right? So like at the, I mean, it's like, you know, if they're always complaining about their eyes, you know, they look, they're staring at their phones like so many hours a day, like, you know, I mean, yeah. just because. Yeah. Honestly, like we hardly feel everybody here spends at least six hours a day on their phone. That's a given. Uh, we're always day in, day in and day out. Starting, you know, when we look, when we see our alarm, and the uh, and at night when we set our alarm, we're always on our phones. And I think people just make an excuse of you know having more screen time breaks and just go around and goof off and do their own thing. Um, I'm not saying to any of you guys, but especially like many of our classes, the classes that I'm in, before. I'm going to be straight up. It's just really boring. I don't like do, being in that atmosphere either. And always, people are always trying to find some way to get out of it. And uh, maybe this encouraging screen time breaks is something that people might do. Use that as an excuse to not be there. Yeah, one person said here that um, I want to interact with other people in person. Also, staying from the computer for a long time makes my eyes and shoulders hurt. But I feel like the thing that a lot of us feel to consider is that screen time break is basically like you can use that time to probably like do some like eye exercises to like kind of calm down, take a time away from screens and all that to like maybe close your eyes a little bit. But because we're so accustomed to using our phone and treating it as like an actual break where we go on our screens and all that, we, that we kind of fail to establish the entire purpose of a screen time break and having that 10 to 15 minutes to like relax a bit. I'm not sure if you guys heard, um, but I think there's uh, like other schools that are trying to increase the schooling or like each class is going to be like, I think 90 minutes longer or something, somewhere around that. So, yeah, but it's not for our district, but for other schools and with screen time, I mean, for class, I don't think it's going to be really effective for everyone just to keep learning on like for a really long time on the screen not doing anything that's like really interactive and like um the person said it just when they're always staring at the screen they could just be unfocused and they can always just play with their phone um behind their camera or something like that yeah Kayla you bring up a good point in that with online school one I would say one potentially big problem is the a uh, shorter amount of school time because I know that many teachers have pointed out that oh like a year we get something something minutes but now we are like cut down to this much minutes and then one person from the responses that we asked also said like they're worried that they won't be ready for AP tests since school time has been cut out down by more than half so it's really like scary to think like because by human nature or like just students we're all going to know we're going to take breaks. We might not pay that much attention in class because there's phones, other distractions, et cetera. So like 
the shorter amount of school time and the like additional distractions because we are at home it makes it like scary to think oh my gosh we probably will like struggle way more than we were in the past with like ab tests or like any testing in general yeah you really want to learn in that class you'll find a way to focus like i have a ton of stuff around me but i'm really interested in paper if you will i was always you can ask Sanjana. she was in my class i was really engaged in history oh uh, sure there's five chapters due next week but i'm still going to find a way to do it because i really want to learn it you know i just i just feel that that's what it comes down to you shouldn't take a test maybe i'm not saying you don't just because if you're bored or if you can't concentrate maybe you don't deserve to be in the class it's not a good class for you yeah i would definitely agree with cal because like Really, it's up to you if you want to learn or not. You're here, you know, 70 minutes. It's not that hard to pay attention to 70. It's not hard to pay attention for just 70 minutes. But, you know, like there's phones around. You can always control it. It's just depending if you want to or not. So can't blame a teacher. Can't. Also, one, like, another topic I want to bring up is that one person replied saying that they like that they don't have to drive to school. But at the same time, they also worry about technology. And I think that's like an actual, like personally to me, that's also a big concern of mine because sometimes if my Wi-Fi connection is bad or I don't like go like to the Google Meet or Zoom calls on time, I'm scared that like I'm going to miss some information or like, I'm going to be marked tardy or like even especially taking tests during class time and having like the Wi-Fi just like connection be really bad. That's very stressful because I think with taking tests now on, on, on online learning, it's a lot more stressful because there's a lot of different factors you got to consider. Like one is the Wi-Fi. Others like submitting your scores like on time in Google Classroom, uploading whatever your teacher requires. And also another thing is some teachers require you to record yourselves when testing. And like all that stuff is so much more stressful than just being in the classroom, taking the test, turning it in. Right. Oh, so I don't know about you guys. Do you guys use like, a lot of teachers use like Edulastic and they make you actually do the work on the screen and you have to use a mouse mm. to like write out, write out like the equation and everything. That takes a longer time than actually writing it out on your paper. And I feel like because of that, you only have so much time to like get all your work done and all that, show your work and all that while making it as neat as, and legible as possible. There's like that factor to, to take in mind. Like you have to, everything is like online now. So you have to kind of adapt to it. You know? On a more positive note, do you guys think um, with online school, is it less work? Because for some people it said like, oh, it's balanced. The pace is faster than normal schooling, but there's more flexibility. What do you guys think? Is the schoolwork better? Is schoolwork lighter? Honestly, it really depends. Like for AP classes, you know, there's not good, there's gonna be like more self-study. Like the accountability mm -hmm. is gonna be a lot on you, especially you know, when you for tests and understanding the material. You're not you're not gonna you know be able to do this in-class material where the teacher gives you the work to do every day in AP classes. In your, in your more general classes, you know, there's obviously less work, right? Especially like in your in your uh, visual performing arts classes, like you know ceramics, for example. I know one person like they're basically doing nothing in ceramics, so obviously they can't do anything. You know, so like it just really depends on the class. But generally, you know, yes, less work for sure. And most people are actually they're having they're having better grades because of it. Like I know a lot of people who have the you know the grades are improving because of it. I mean, I can, I can account too. My grades are getting better because you know, online school. Yeah, I think I really like the block schedule because it makes it less 
what's the word overwhelming to students i think because it's block you know like oh it's not due until like at least the every other day and it's not like oh it's like it has to be due the very next day so there's more time and it's like less overwhelming because i know with the um, online learning at home the ola like during march that was where like it was kind of a bit overwhelmed because teachers were assigning assignments every day and then even though we were, we were at home there were other things to do so like we didn't have that much more time so it's just overwhelming just having assignments every day but then now with online learning uh, the virtual academy as our school calls it it's more uh, relaxed and it's more manageable i would say yeah i'm adding that sorry this also teaches us to manage our time better because students have like time management skills so making assignments due at 10 p.m or 11 p.m it really strives us to like don't waste our time and to get things done as quick as we can whereas because on virtual academy like no ola and all it was due 7 45 in the morning a day after so we could like stay up until like four or five if we wanted to whereas now it's like you have to be more strict you have to use your time more wisely i was just gonna say that I think with block schedule, I really like it basically because um, I really like it because when teachers assign homework, we only meet our teachers two times per week or just go on support block. But the one thing I also like having Wednesday where it's just a day we can just catch up on work. But the main part I don't like about on Wednesday is that some teachers they, ha they assign us like, a lot of homework. Well, for me specifically, they assign me a lot of homework and I have to finish it by tonight. And including with all the homework that we get on Monday and Tuesday. Wednesdays are like, they're really like difficult days. Cause like, I think, oh, I only have this much homework cause like no teacher has posted anything. And then suddenly on like Wednesday, I get like five assignments saying, oh, this is due, this is due, this is due, this is due. Like literally every morning, on Wednesdays, teachers expect us to complete so much. And I thought that was my break day. I thought I didn't have to like, you know, pack in a bunch of stuff. And especially because I feel like that's also at my catch up day. Cause like if I'm, for example, if I like I was busy on Monday, I can do it on that day. But then the teachers start adding more work on that day. And I feel like people like, oh, you have Wednesday off. It's your like um, asynchronous day. But I feel like at that point it's kind of synchronized. Cause I'm constantly like, oh, this is due, this is due, this is due. And I'm just going like one after another. So, like, I feel like I'm doing more homework on that day than I do the entire week. How I deal with that is I just get ahead of my homework. I'm not even joking with you. I just, I, like, that last week I finished all the way, like, beginning of last week. I barely had any math homework except uh, homework number eight. I finished homework number seven the week before. The only reason I hold it out for homework number eight was because of the review and I wanted to make sure of everything um, before I started on it. So yeah, that's what I do. I just kind of like, every time I have free time, I just go ahead, whether it be any class or whatsoever. And that's helped me out a ton. Yeah, I I've been a lot of work, but like at, at a certain point, like for like a push, it's such long term that you can't really be on top of it. You can like finish it all in one day, but then I feel like I don't really, like I'm just there to finish it. So like, even though like, I feel like I should be doing more on Wednesday, but I'm just doing the same amount that I usually do every other day because even though it's like on your own time, I still have other things to do besides school, you know? Talking about teachers, do you guys have any like thoughts about what the teachers are doing? Like for example, one person wrote that they appreciate the work that teachers are doing to make the experience better for students. But at the same time, it's difficult to adjust to a totally online system 
when like with some difficult subjects, for example, chem. With teacher-wise, do you guys like, are you guys content with what your teachers, how your teachers are teaching you guys? I would say it's pretty chill. Like my teachers aren't that really strict. I think the way my teachers teach is I guess they're trying their best to make it like a alternative to how it is in a real classroom. Especially for A push, like my A push teacher is trying his best to make it feel like an actual classroom. Like he wants us to he puts up puts in the efforts to have an interactive kind of classroom feel for our class. Do you guys feel like you guys have like difficulty focusing in class, seeing how you have like distractions lying around, or is it just it's class, you have to pay attention? I would say personally for me, it's not too difficult. Like I usually just like I still keep my phone by my side and then but like I have I would say I have enough discipline, decent amount of discipline to like not look at my phone if I don't need to. But if my friend texts me, then I'll look at it and if it's like really urgent or somewhat urgent, I'll like reply to them during class time. But otherwise, like I'm usually pretty good with like not getting distracted and trying to uh, listen in on what the teacher is saying. Oh, also one thing, one thing I realized that, like, that keeps me engaged in class is like participation. Like I always try to push myself to participate at least like, or like speak during class at least one time every day in all my classes. And like, I feel like that's a incentive for me to like just stay focused, stay engaged. And then also sometimes my teachers give me like participation points. So that's a bonus. Let's just move on a little bit. So my biggest trouble from online school has been like the websites we've been using. Recently, my grade dropped by 5% on math because my Pearson thing wasn't working. Like it just was not popping up. Um, so mm -hmm. I lost a ton of participation points and stuff like that. And also in physics, uh, I, I have a 37% average in homework. Because we use this site called Pearson, for some reason it's just it's just been bugging out. Like it just doesn't show up and things like that. And that's something I have to like. It's been a big problem for me. Like it really, really, like really affect me. Because I've again, like I've asked for the teacher, and sometimes the teachers, you know, don't really understand you, and that could really like kill my grade. So yeah, that's been my biggest problem: the internet uh, connection. And I think that's just a big, big, big disadvantage, and how it could literally kill your grade. And it's not even your fault. Yeah. Okay, adding on to that part with having like Wi-Fi connections and internet, I think it was like two weeks ago, I had some problems taking a test for a class. So it literally, my, free, my screen froze and there was like a timer at the top. So the timer was going once my screen was frozen. So then I had to reset my computer. And then when I came on, I only had four minutes left to finish my test. So that's a really big problem with internet connection and Wi-Fi. And that affected my grade like drastically just because of having that such a small limit of time. Yeah, I agree. Like for some reason for me, like people start lagging in the middle, like their body starts moving faster. And like, I'm pretty sure this is a normal problem that people have. And that causes like, like I don't understand what a teacher's saying. And then it just causes me to get like, like I, it just causes like the entire process to get like slower. And for me to like understand what a teacher's saying, like if they're teaching something, like 
having this online and then teachers not replying to like emails or text remind messages as quickly as you want or like teachers being unclear about their directions and just relying as if we know like we can remember from class because I know one teacher he just assumed that he could make the most like really big directions because he mentioned it in class but class was like it was on Thursday and it's now like Sunday and it's due like a couple of days. I'm not supposed to remember what she said in class when I went through classes that are like around the same time and the most like the last class I took would, could be like bio or something. So like there's like like there's many other things in my mind and then you could make directions. How am I supposed to understand what you're going to tell me? And then my grade gets affected by it. I would say just to conclude, just looking at the responses we got, there's an I would say an overwhelming majority of cons where a lot of people were just saying negative things about online learning like they say um poo poo or i cry yeah. it sucks rip stuff like that and, and there were there were some people that said like positive things like they like um how it gives more time to self-study and prepare for class or like they could sleep more like whack terrible um smooth i guess you, know, you don't have to walk you don't have to walk waste time walking around each class so that kind of stuff so Okay. So, but just, someone, yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say, someone said odd periods are goaded by even our trash. Nobody said I'd rather catch COVID in school than do online. Hey, shout out, dude. Okay, I found a winner. This person said, "This, sorry, please be flat, but no, we have a winner right there." Okay, so no. Okay, but overall, for you guys, um. What is your takeaway for online learning? Like, do you guys like it, dislike it? What is something you guys really like or something you guys really dislike? Or any overall reflections? Me personally, overall, I don't really like it. Again, like I've, I've gotten screwed over too many times. Openers and tests. It's not even my fault. It's, like, other than that, other than the, if there's like no, no problem with the Wi-Fi and stuff, I would love it because, you know, everything's going the way I want it to go. I had a high grade and I'm fine. But this Wi-Fi stuff is preventing me from, you know, getting the best grades and she's killing me. I'm half and half because, like, you're not in the environment to go to school. Like, I'm, I'm in my, like, I'm in my house. How am I supposed to, like, be in the mindset that I have to learn? And, like, usually when you're at home, you're doing homework and it's already things you've learned. Like, taking a test at home, my, my parents and my family aren't quiet. Like, I can hear stuff like people washing dishes downstairs all the way from upstairs. I can hear, like, so many noises trying to read something that's doing like 45 minutes and you're sitting there and nothing is like registering in your brain it's like I'm kind of but the other side is like you get to work and you get to do it on your own time and like with tests you get to like I feel like you're learning to learn because it's like you're dependent on your grade for that and like it's more like I need to learn this because this is like I have to take an AP test for it or like I have to learn this because um my grade depends on it or I have to learn this because like I actually need to learn this for the future, depending on like if you take a pathway or something like that. So it's like we mentioned multiple times, it's more like your own res responsibility, but it's also just a lot more pressure because you're in an environment where you're used to having like things under control, like at your home, you, kn you're, you know what goes on, but when you put your home and your school together, it's something you've never done. I, at least I've never done, like I've never been homeschooled before. So like, putting those two things together and understanding like, if your parents start screaming at your sibling in the background and you're not muted, it can be mm -hmm. 
embarrassing. Like I saw online, um, there was this girl and her parents were getting divorced in the background while she was talking. Oh no. And then people started feeling so bad for her. So like, I feel like it's just, it's kind of confusing. Like before, like they wouldn't allow you to turn on your video, but now like they make you like show your faces. But like, does that really help teachers? Like teachers are only using that if you're taking a test. But besides that, they're not like calling specifically on students and be like, show your video, but then do they ever look back at your video? Like, I don't see a teacher like looking at me and like specifically checking on what I'm doing. They're just in their own element being like, I have to teach this before the time ends because I don't have any more time to teach this or I have to tell them this about this and this and this. So yeah. it's a whole new like way of learning that none of us are even like aware of. I mean, just to conclude, um, I think adaptability is very important during this time whether it just be for COVID-19 or online learning, like being adaptable and adapting to all new changes is very important. And then also at the end of the day, it's all about the student's responsibility, the student's discipline. If you want to put in the work, then what you get out of it is beneficial and will benefit you in the long run. But if you choose to slack off now, just have fun now, then in the future, there will be the respective consequences. Well, that was really fun time just getting to reflect about our thoughts, because it's a new phenomenon about like going online schooling, because this has never been done before in history. Like we're gonna be the history textbooks. Yeah. But yeah, it was very fun getting to talk about all our thoughts and just sitting down, just releasing our thoughts, pros and cons, what we think about it. Oh yeah, also shout out to everyone who gave their responses to us. It was very informative and also funny. But yeah. Bye now. All right, bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at earthlinkingofficial. Check out our website on Instagram located in the link in our bio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at earthlinkingteam. Donate to our GoFundMe located in the description box below. This is Earth Listening. See you in the next episode.